Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for this Friday, August 25th edition of the Broomfield Enterprise. My name is Elaine. Today we will be reading from the following main articles. An unknown suspect fires a gun from a vehicle in Broomfield. Governor Polis visits Broomfield's Ball Swan to promote universal preschool. The SEER reports venue revenue drop, lower loss in the second quarter. Two have been arrested in connection to a Broomfield vehicle break-ins. And Premier Credit Union achieves gold membership sustainability level. The Heart of Broomfield Workforce Center nabs the Heart of Gold Award for community efforts in helping job seekers. And this week, the Broomfield Photo Club will present wildlife scenes through the lens of locals. We'll also be talking about Broomfield events for this week. And... Carrie Pettis, the bookwoman, reviews a book about a former flight attendant's book, Drowning in Adrenaline-Fueled Rush. These and other articles. An unknown suspect fired at least one shot from a vehicle at 1.30 p.m. on Thursday at the Sonic in the 2400 block of Colton Road, according to Broomfield Police. Rachel Haslett, the lead public information officer for the Broomfield Police Department, said that an employee at Sonic reported hearing what sounded like a gunshot. Upon investigating, officers found a shell casing on the premises and what appeared to be a bullet hole through the awning of the restaurant along with slight damage to the side of the building. No injuries were reported. The case remains open as detectives continue to try to identify the person and the vehicle. Anyone who may have witnessed the incident or has information is asked to call Detective Martinez at 303-438-6400. Governor Polis visits Broomfield's Ball Swan to promote universal preschool. Governor Jared Polis visited Broomfield's Ball Swan Children's Center on Thursday as part of a series of visits to child care centers around the state to promote the start of the new Universal Preschool program. Universal Preschool, established by state law, provides up to 15 hours of tuition-free preschool for all four-year-olds starting this fall plus additional hours for a small number of four-year-olds with certain risk factors. Some three-year-olds can also receive up to 10 hours of tuition-free preschool. A family's average savings is estimated at about $6,000 per year. That's huge for families, especially when the cost of living is so expensive here. This according to Ball Swan Executive Director Debbie Kunz. For some families, you can pay your mortgage or pay for your preschool. Parents who enroll through Universal Preschool choose from school-based programs, community-based programs, and home providers. Ball Swan is a nonprofit child care center that serves about 180 students ages 2 through 6 
with an emphasis on providing an inclusive program that includes neurodivergent students. We want to develop that empathy, she said. When all your peers look and act like you act, you don't get to learn that. Statewide, according to the Colorado Department of Early Childhood, 36,488 students are enrolled in universal preschool thus far. Ball Swan has filled its 71 spots for four-year-olds, including about 20 new families, but other area schools and centers still have space. Enrollment will continue through the school year at upk.colorado.gov. While school districts and others have raised concerns about delays and last-minute changes, Polis said the rollout of Universal Preschool has been successful from a parent perspective. He said about 80% of families who applied were matched with their first-choice preschool program through the new bridge care system. While about 90% were matched overall to one of their choices, he added that about 44% more of the state's four-year-olds are attending preschool through the program. It's exciting to see the faces of these kids, he said. It really helps everybody with the building blocks they need. One change the director said she would like to see as a provider is more control over the enrollment process. She said her school didn't have access to families who wanted to attend or who were on the wait list and couldn't communicate with them. We want the state to just give us the 70 names of those who are interested so we can go from there, she said. That would minimize communication challenges and allow us to build trust with families. The $30 million project will double the square feet of their current building, allowing for additional grades. The Ball Swan New um, building plans to serve infants through fifth grade, potentially starting a public charter school for elementary grades. The director said, we feel very confident that we could add value to the school district and we would love to be a model of an inclusive school. The Strategic Environmental and Energy Resources, known as SEER, a Broomfield-based provider of environmental renewable fuels and industrial waste stream management services, reported a sharp drop in revenue for the second quarter, but with a lower loss. SEER recorded revenue of $731,000, down 34% from $1.1 million for the same period a year ago. The company reported a net loss of $440,000, down from a net loss of $541,000 in the second quarter of 2022. They reported that it had raised $900,000 in short and long-term debt to fund operations. In addition, the company has undertaken a number of specific steps to continue to operate as a going concern. SEER focused reporting on developing organic growth in our operating companies and improving gross and net margins through increased attention to pricing. Two people were arrested on Monday in connection to several vehicle break-ins in Broomfield over the weekend. Charles Dowell, 24, and Alicia Hernandez, 33, are suspected of trespassing Saturday night and early Sunday morning in the area of Arista Place 
and Broomfield Lane, according to a news release. Dowell and Hernandez were taken into custody on felony warrants out of Denver after both were found with a large amount of property, including small bags, loose change, sunglasses, and paperwork. Dowell and Hernandez's bond and next court date are not yet available. Hernandez was arrested on a warrant related to drug charges that she previously pleaded guilty to. Broomfield police are asking that any victims of vehicle trespassing in the Arista neighborhood over the weekend should contact Detective Random Pillock at the Broomfield Police Department, 720-887-3158. Premier Members Credit Union achieves gold membership sustainability level. The Premier Members Credit Union has been certified by the Colorado Green Business Network, the first credit union in Colorado to be awarded the gold membership designation. The designation reflects the credit union's sustainability efforts, including reducing greenhouse gas emissions from its buildings, support of environmental sustainability and environmental justice organizations in Colorado, and equitable business practices both internally and externally. Since 2019, our sustainability program has overseen a 17% decrease in greenhouse gases and the intensity of PMCU buildings and increased renewable energy across the board to over 20% of total electricity consumption. We also reinvested over $70,000 to local grassroots organizations across all our members' communities fighting to preserve Colorado's environment and the well-being of our families and neighbors. PMCU will be recognized alongside other sustainable businesses at the Colorado Green Business Network event at the Denver Zoo on September 29th from 9 to noon. Attendance is free and you can register at eventbrite.com. The Colorado Green Business Network is a voluntary program administered by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment. The program encourages and supports and rewards organizations that make the move toward the goal of true operational sustainability. The Heart of Broomfield Award Has, been rec- has recognized the Broomfield Workforce Center with the 2023 Heart of Gold Organizational Award for its work improving the community by supporting job seekers. The award presented by the Broomfield Community Foundation and Broomfield Enterprise acknowledges the center as a group of volunteers, a business and a collaborative team whose combined efforts have significantly strengthened the community. The center provides free services and support from workforce specialists to connect talented people with local businesses. Chris Dewhurst, Deputy Director of Human Services, has been a part of the Workforce Center for 12 years in a variety of different roles, but has worked closely with his current team for five years. He said he has a wonderful group of employees who are dedicated to helping people find employment and leading them into the next steps of their careers. Having a job is fundamental to the human experience, he said. We're always looking for our purpose in this world, 
So for this team to be able to walk alongside someone as they're looking for their next employment opportunity is fabulous. He said the team has helped an abundance of people, including job seekers with little educational backgrounds, refugees trying to understand the culture of the American workforce, families, individuals who are housing insecure, and people with disabilities. Sue Spriggs works as the administrative assistant at the center, though she likes to say she's the greater since she sits at the front desk. She said she has a different perspective because she isn't doing the same heavy lifting the workforce specialists engage in, but she sees the results and the lives that are changed. We have a youth program. Some of the things they're facing are very different from our other clients, she said. We've helped them so that they can get a high school equivalency certificate. To see them feel proud about their accomplishments, that's really been wonderful to watch. Similar to Spriggs, Celia McVeigh, a member of the business services team, said she loves the work she does and the opportunity to match job seekers with employers. McVeigh said during the two years she's worked there, one of her favorite moments has been partnering with a local school district to help provide job search skills and a resume workshop. At the Workforce Center, we encounter people that have some difficult challenges and really just need to help them get to their next phase in life. The career services team and the front desk are amazing. They're patient, kind, and they really give people hope. Workforce specialists Zena Walker and Casey Brown both said the most rewarding part of their job is being part of a personal's journey in obtaining the life they want to attain. The Heart of Broomfield every week leading up to the Heart of Broomfield Awards celebration on September 29th at the Chateau at Fox Meadows. We at Broomfield Enterprise will spotlight the award recipients. For more information or to purchase tickets or sponsorship, you can visit the Broomfield Community Foundation website at broomfieldfoundation.org. And to read more about the other winners, you can head to the BroomfieldEnterprise.com. This week, the Photo Club is taking a look at wildlife. Wildlife scenes through the lens of locals. The Broomfield Photo Club will be at 6.45 p.m. on Tuesday in the Crawford Room at the Broomfield Community Center, 280 Spader Way. Club members Wendy Kivover and Rebecca Reese will speak about responsible wildlife photography at this month's meeting. The club meets on the fourth Tuesday of every month with its next meeting scheduled for September 26th. Meetings are also held via Zoom. To learn more about the club, you can visit their Facebook page or you can contact Carl at 303-469-0537. Broomfield events for this week on Sunday, the Colorado New Music Festival. A local group, Wellspring Theater, is bringing in year four of a festival that will feature selections from over 10 musicals with a 10-person ensemble cast that will share segments of these stories at a showcase performance, 2.30 p.m. Sunday at the Broomfield Auditorium, located at 3 Community Park Road in Broomfield, and this is free.
Palisade Peaches Sale. The fresh Colorado peaches from Palisade are being sold for $55 for a 20-pound box and $30 for a 10-pound box at Broomfield High School, One Eagle Way in Broomfield. On Monday, the Broomfield Genealogy Society monthly meeting in this second of a series on DNA by Glenn York. Participants will look at how clustering DNA matches can help identify matches and explore branches of the family. They meet at 6 p.m. Monday at the Broomfield Library, and the event is free. On Tuesday, Broomfield's Children's Chorus Registration. The chorus is open to all kindergartners through 12th grade singers. With three choirs, there's a place for everyone. They meet at 4.30 p.m. Tuesday at Holy Comforter Episcopal Church, 1700 West 10th Avenue in Broomfield. This event is free. You can phone 303-466-2667, extension 105, for more information. The Broomfield Crossing Rotary Club. You can attend the weekly Rotary Club meetings where the group takes the opportunity to network with fellow community members. Share updates on community service projects, devour breakfast pizza, and discuss various local and global issues. They'll meet at 7.15 a.m. on Tuesday at Infinity Pie, 145 Nickel Street in Broomfield, and this event is free. On Thursday, the Omni Unplugged session. Jordan Lynn is a 23-year-old singer-songwriter with pop and R&B influences based out of Denver, He'll perform at 5 p.m. Thursday at the Omni Interlochen Hotel, 500 Interlochen Boulevard in Broomfield, and that event is free. On Saturday, Sound of Music auditions. You can audition for Backstory Theater's annual fall musical, The Sound of Music. Auditions are open to experienced actors ages 8 through 18. This will be held at 9.15 a.m. on Saturday at the Broomfield Auditorium in Broomfield, and it is a free event. This week, Carrie Pettis reviews a book by a former flight attendant's book called Drowning, an Adrenaline-Fueled Rush. Drowning, the Rescue of Flight 1421 by T.J. Newman. Flight 1421 is six minutes out of Oahu when things begin to go wrong. Minutes after the tail cone engine catches fire, the plane is forced to ditch in the Pacific. Failures of the evacuation slides cause many passengers to drop into the ocean. When the co-pilot realizes what's happening, she orders the cabin doors shut. Twelve people and numerous dead bodies are left inside the fuselage of the plane, waiting and hoping for rescue. The air pocket in the cabin is slowly filling with water. Once rescuers realize where the survivors are, they scramble to figure out ways to retrieve the passengers from the sealed fuselage without drowning them in with rushing water. When the Navy's plan doesn't work, a Hawaiian salvage company offers another solution. The head of the company has a strong interest. Her husband and daughter are among the survivors on the plane. T.J. Newman is a former flight attendant. This is her second airplane-related novel. 
Drowning is an adrenaline-fueled rush from start to finish. This week, Kelly Rowski writes about people and plants and dry herbs for long-term storage. Growing up in Oklahoma, my family didn't use a lot of herbs while cooking. My recollection was basically salt, pepper, and garlic powder. My mother would occasionally make a dish using rosemary and thyme. It was one of my favorites. Other than that, my grandmother used sage in the Thanksgiving Day dressing. As an adult, I had grown only flowers until about 15 years ago. Thinking on that fact now seems unbelievable to me. I am undoubtedly the queen of herbs these days. Anyone who has tasted my cooking can attest to that fact. If a recipe calls for one teaspoon, I can guarantee you it will be more like a tablespoon or three. So back in 2008, when I decided I wanted to try my hand at edibles, I purchased a bunch of herb seedlings and placed them in a container. I had no plan as to what to do with them. It felt more like a calling. Daily that summer, I watered them and admired them, but really had no idea what to do with them. My husband, who will usually eat anything at least once, would not even touch them. I remember vividly standing in the backyard looking at them, scratching our heads and wondering if we were simply supposed to pull off the leaves and eat them. This was before I relied on Google to answer these types of questions. Those plants eventually went to the compost pile. The following year, we didn't eat any of the new batch of herbs fresh, but we did attempt to dry them. We carefully cut and tied them into bundles. Once dried, it was like standing in the backyard again. What now? We tried a mortar and pestle. Considering I could buy a jar of herbs for a few dollars, this was not sustainable. We then rubbed the leaves together in our hands like we were trying to start a fire. You can imagine that outcome. Our next attempt worked. The blender. I rarely dry herbs these days because here in Colorado I can easily find cheaply purchased organic bags of them. I would recommend North Carolina State University Extension for more information. Plan for multiple harvests throughout the growing season and to maximize aroma and oil production. Harvest after the flowers have formed but not yet opened. Harvest early in the day after the dew dries but before the heat sets in. Once cut, you can gather the stems in small bundles and tie them with string. Hang them upside down in a cool, dry location. It will typically take six to eight weeks before the leaves easily crumble. Remove the dried leaves from the stems gently and store in glass jars with a tight-fitting lid away from the light. You can also use the oven or a dehydrator. I've had varying degrees of success with these methods. I even tried the microwave once, bad idea, from humble beginnings to a master's degree in horticulture. A person can learn a lot in 15 years. Thank you for joining us for Broomfield Enterprise. My name is Elaine.
AINC programming is brought to you in part by the Broomfield Community Foundation. Broomfield's leading partner and voice for philanthropy since 1993. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.